everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. I am one of your FWBs, read reviews by Jess or just Jess. And I am your other FWB, booked with Emily or just M. And today we are joined by a very special guest, <laughs> Amazon bestselling author and the creator of all of my dream men, Elsie Silver. <laughs> Hi. Hi. That's me. She's here. Hi. It's me, the creator of your dream Thank men. You. Hi, Elsie. We are so excited that you are here and that you're joining us. Um, we wanted to start by giving you a huge congrats uh, on a very, very successful release of Powerless. Thank you. Um, so iconic what was that like for you um kind of unbelievable I think I still haven't totally processed it like I yeah I was like it was the first release ever where I said I wasn't going to sit at my desk all day like usually I respond and it's like you're in this weird zone and I was like no I'm going out today I'm going I'm just like I'm gonna go to the pool I'm gonna go in the steam room (laughs) and I did but I got there and I was like I'm gonna check my rank one more time before I go in there and it was like 10 30 in the morning here and I like refreshed it and it was just like boom number one and so oh my god I I didn't go in right away because I had to cry in my car for a little bit (laughs) that's so amazing were you like I guess were you expecting that sort of kind of like reception to it or were you just so shocked no I wasn't expecting that like I knew people I could feel that people were excited for the book which is But it's so hard to know, like, what that translates to. Um, And, like, Heartless was really well-received, and I knew that people were excited about this book. But you just never know, right? And and in in your head, like, in my head, I am constantly like, oh, my God. Like, what if people figure out that, like, I suck? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, (laughs) I never, like, expect it to be that good. So it was, it's always, like, a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Very well deserved. We both love it. Thank you. We were not surprised (laughs) at all. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Not surprised. Yeah. We'll get into, into it a little bit later, but first we're going to play a game. Um, so this game is called (laughs) Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Okay. Also known, um, but it's, yeah. it's 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 yeah. Also known as just smash or pass. <laughs> We're trying to be creative over here. I like I'm it. Miss the mark. I like it. Um, M, do you want to describe how this will go? Yeah, so basically we're just going to, like, give you a few things. Like, you know, we have a list of things. And you're either going to save a horse, which is pass, or ride a cowboy, which is smash. And if you get confused, you can just say smash or pass, because we might get confused. <laughs> okay, so okay. that's basically it, but we'll kick it off. So save a horse, ride a cowboy for the daddy kink. Like, where they actually say it? Or they just, like, <laughs> like have it. Like, yeah. Like, they just like... Like, like they call him daddy? They, yeah, like, they, like... Yeah. Okay, um, I'll save a horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would I also save a horse. Gap, but the actual, like, verbiage and, like... Vulgar. Not for you. <laughs> it's not for me. It's not for me. Yeah. That's fair. All right. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Okay, save a horse, ride a cowboy, morally gray, male main character. Ride a, ride a cowboy. Ride a, ride a cowboy. <laughs> I was going to be like, ride a horse. <laughs> ride them both. I don't know. <laughs> ride a horse. 
we agree. <laughs> Lisa, I agree. I think Jess. I agree. I told I Elsie, I told you I was reading Front Runner and we've we've got um in Front Runner the yes. character, male main character Stephen. is a bit more yes. gray. And I, I see your dog in the mirror. <laughs> There's three of them. Behind There's you. three of them in here, so they might just <laughs> tour around. She's deaf. She's actually the one you can see is deaf. She's like 16. I actually Aww. don't know. I don't know what oh she's gosh. staring at right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's just That's confused. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay, anyways, back on track. Got distracted by the dog. Got it. (laughs) Yes, we love Stefan. Go ahead. All right. Save a horse, ride a cowboy for the pregnancy trope. I'll ride a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah? I mean, not every book, but I don't want to, I don't, personally, I can't read just, like, the same trope over and over again. Or or write it. Yeah. So, I like it for variety. Yeah. I like it too. And like, just like, I don't know, now having seen my husband become a dad or like going to playgrounds and stuff, it's like, I don't totally differentiate between single dad and pregnancy tropes so long as the guy is like into be like, they bring that like daddy vibe to the book. I'm like, who cares? Are they single? Are they with the mom? Like, it's like (laughs) no matter what, you know? Yeah. Agreed. I love that. Definitely agree. Save a horse, ride a cowboy, city boys. Oh, ride a cowboy. I like a city boy. Ride a cowboy. She likes a city boy. Unexpected. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. She said she can do both. It's fine. City boys move to small towns all the time. (laughs) That is true. Best of both Uh, worlds. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Save a horse, ride a cowboy for forbidden romance. Ride a horse. No. (laughs) I knew that was going to happen. Ride a cowboy. Forbidden. Even just like a little bit forbidden. I love it. That's like my go. Yeah. I know that. I love that. Yeah. Makes every book better. Okay. This one is an obvious one. Save a horse, ride a cowboy, smut. Yeah, ride a cowboy. Always. Always. It's not even an option. No, every time my husband's like, you should try this book. I'm like, is there sex in it? And he's like, well, no. And I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want it. We're we're on the same page, Elsie. That's literally always my first question. I'm like, is it steamy? I'm like, I don't care if it's a fairy or a, or a monster or a country boy or a city boy. Like, I don't care about that. I'll read any genre with it. Obviously. It has to be. That's the way to do that. I think that's amazing. Okay. Let's okay. get into the real stuff now. Yeah. Okay. The real stuff. The real stuff. So okay. tell us about you, Elsie. I, I feel like for a lot of our listeners, we've been pushing your books on them for a while now. Um, and they are not, I feel like they're not new to who you are. But give us a little bit about your background, kind of how you started, how it's going, just so we can get to know you. Yeah, um... Well, I'm Canadian. I um, (laughs) actually was born in Calgary, which is like the main city that Chestnut Springs is set outside of, but I've lived all over Western Canada. So right now I live um, just outside of Vancouver, British Columbia. 
um, which is actually close to where my first Gold Rush Ranch um, series is set. <laughs> so I love to keep my series local. Um, I love this part of the world. I um, grew up riding horses really, really competitively. Um, like went to high school part time so that I could travel and compete and train. Um, and I went on to get a, um, went to college for finance. Um, (laughs) so putting that to good use. Um, and so I finished that and then was like, oh my gosh, I just want to ride horses. So I, um, started my own training and coaching business. Um, for a while. And then I got pregnant and my husband got a new job and we moved to Saskatchewan, which is like in the middle of the country. Um, and it's an underrated part of the country, but there just isn't a lot there. So I just did like the stay at home mom thing for a bit. And that's when, um, like my mom is, was a professor. And so she kind of had me do, I was always good with words, editing kind of stuff. Um, and at college I was in, I was actually the sports and entertainment editor for our college paper. So I kind of got that under my belt and, um, started doing some editing on like academic work, uh, which was perfect little contract gigs while I was home with a baby. Um, and then the pandemic hit (laughs) And all that like academic field research that was happening just stopped. And so did my work. Um, and I was stuck at home with a three-year-old and was, my mom was like, you got to do something for yourself. Like you can't just be there. So I started, that's when I started getting up at like five in the morning. Um, and just, I started writing and I, for years I'd been like, oh, I have these ideas. I have like a little note about like in a little workbook or in my phone. Um, and she was really the driving force. She was like, you got to uh-huh. write, just write. And I was like, no, I edit. And she was like, no, you got to write. Yeah. Um, cause you have these ideas. And I was the writer that was polishing off, you know, three, four books a week at that point yeah. too. So <laughs> I, I felt like I'd, you know, whatever, done my homework on the genre. So uh, I just started fiddling with it. I didn't really, I thought I was doing it for fun. Um, and then I had this book and I was like, what am I going to do? So that kind of took me down the whole self-publishing rabbit hole. And here I am. That's wild. That's what amazing. A journey. I was yeah. not expecting oh like, the trajectory there. That's so amazing. No, yeah. I know. Yeah, no, it's like a, a, comedy of errors in a lot of ways. <laughs> I just have, like kind of stumbled into yeah. it. Um, but I'm super happy to be here. And it's like, I mean, it's, it's changed my yeah. life. So that's, yeah. that's, you know, special for sure. That's amazing. How fascinating. Yeah. So was your first book, um, part of the gold rush ranch series? Yeah. Off to the races is my first book. Mm-hmm. And so then book one in that series. So you've written seven I books. Say, oh well, gosh. I guess eight now in like three years. <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I feel like yeah, well, pretty fast. this is such a good time to like to start your career because I feel like Bookstagram and book talk and just reading in general has just taken off these past few years. Yeah. So like do you think when like did you expect when you like you said you wrote these books like you or the first book and you thought it was just a hobby like did you see yourself getting to this point like eight books later? No. Not at all. Not at all. Like I was, I kind of imagined that I would go back to editing, um, and that maybe I could keep doing this and it would be like, like 
we could maybe take a vacation once a year with like what mm-hmm. I made right. on it. Like I wasn't planning to have it be, you know, my sole source of income at all. Um, and yeah, like it was good timing and it was good timing even for me in my life. Like I've had moments of like, Oh, why didn't I do this earlier? Like when my mom first told me I should do it. Um, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been, you know, as secure as I, you know, it was already very fortunate to be, um, you know, my son, it's easier cause he's at school right. now or he was in preschool when it started. Like I started, I started having those like little bits of freedom that I hadn't had yeah. in, in years. So, um, it was a nice way for me to sort of wean myself into, um, a full-time job. Right. That yeah. makes total sense. That's awesome. That's so fun. Like kudos yeah. to you. I, <laughs> wait, you. Emily and I tried to write a book once like as a joke. <laughs> It wasn't a joke. <laughs> it is now. It is. No, it is now. Yeah. Yeah. We we really thought we were going to like write the next New York Times bestseller. Yeah. We got to the sex scene and we were like, okay, this is good. <laughs> That's it. it. We're just going to yeah. leave it. <laughs> this is not for us. <laughs> it's yeah. not easy. At least for us. It's not easy at all. Well, and I think I was lucky in that like... I wasn't involved in like the bookstagram world. Like I was just, I was like that reader that just browses Amazon and I was like ravenous, but I wasn't in the kind of like that sphere. And so I didn't really have, I hadn't watched other people write a first book or like, I didn't, I think I just like kind of waltzed into those first couple books seriously lacking like any sort of self-doubt or perspective because I just didn't I just was like well I'll just do it like no problem um so that was probably a saving grace because I I did prove to myself that I could do it before all that other pressure piled on yeah that makes total sense and like what a debut too I we'll talk about Gold Rush Ranch in a little bit but I yeah I mean amazing um, let's talk about Chestnut Springs, though, because I feel okay. like that is what everybody is, like, waiting for Reckless. And you just finished writing Reckless, which... Yes. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> but you. can you kind of give us, for those of our listeners who haven't read, can you give, a, like, a high-level overview of what this series is about? Okay, yeah. So Chestnut Springs is a fictional town... Um, kind of set just southwest of Calgary, um, so kind of butting up onto the Rocky Mountains, but where it's still super flat, so you've got that prairie sort of vibe. Um, it's just north of Montana if you're looking for like a similar aesthetic. <laughs> um, and it is based in, yeah, Chestnut Springs is the name of the town. Um, and we start off kind of meeting the Eaton family who own a ranch just outside of the town called Wishing Well Ranch. Um, and it kind of just goes through, I want to say the family, but also friends and acquaintances of them. It's not specific only to the Eatons or only to the ranch. Um, but I do, there's like definite found family vibes. Um, and we just kind of start off with two of the brothers and then kind of like the adopted brother. And then we're going to like a sister-in-law and a friend and yeah so it's just kind of like working through all the connections of that family yeah and that town I guess yeah you know what's so funny so wait first of all what time is it there you're you're on the west so it's like nine yeah it's like 9 30 yeah oh okay oh my gosh also too 
Good yeah, morning. Right? <laughs> I, this makes okay. it, probably makes me sound so dumb, but, like, Ooh. when I think of Canada, like, I don't think of, like, cowboys and farming. Like, I was, like, baffled when I was like, oh, my God, there's ranches and, like, horses in Canada. Like, I don't yeah. know why that was so surprising <laughs> to me, but I guess if you're right above Montana... That makes yeah. that kind of makes more sense. Yeah, and Alberta, Alberta, especially like the Alberta and into Saskatchewan and Manitoba, agriculture and farming, um, like the soil, the the weather, the it's it definitely lends itself to all of that, like canola and wheat and yeah. um, cattle. And then if you move into British Columbia, more near where I am, um, there's a lot of um, like dairy farming that happens too okay. so i mean canada we have it's so big like people don't so big, actually right. understand how big it is so it's like the cities are very populated and then there's a lot of farmland um yeah. in between especially in alberta um and i don't think it's um like cowboy culture the same way that it would be in texas or okay. something yeah. um it's um obviously there's no like accent sometimes people tag me and they're like this is how so-and-so sounds in my head and I'm like well he's not from Texas um but it's cute right um but it's it's definitely like I don't know if I see as many people like out and about in a in a cowboy hat although they would be on their ranch or whatever um we've got the stampede which is like a huge event for um in Calgary every year that's like a rodeo fair entire city sort Aww. of like party it turns into um people call calgary Cowtown. Oh so it's definitely like a little <laughs> bit of the culture in that area for sure mm-hmm. that's so interesting i just I wouldn't have that. thought yeah. that so it's like yeah you know, learn something new i guess but you're yeah. right canada is massive so it makes sense that yeah. there's a lot <laughs> like of like little pockets yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. I was going to say with Chestnut Springs, now that we know a little bit about your background and you told us like you rode horses, like that was such a big part of your life. Was that Mm -hmm. kind of why you wrote this series that did involve like the ranch and riding, you know, horses that was so just kind of, I don't know, like inspo to you? Totally. Especially with um, like the first series, which is more horse racing. It just felt something like something that I knew and was really comfortable kind of weaving in. Um, and then and then, yeah, the series was like kind of maybe more back to my roots, um, like where I grew up, where I was born, where my family all still lives. Um, and so I do love that setting. Um, and I love you know, I love the scenery. I love the animals. And it's just like, yeah, it's a setting I feel really comfortable in. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's a setting I feel comfortable yeah. in now, too. Jess, let's go to Cowtown. There we go. <laughs> Love it. Oh, perfect. On my way. Um, so when you were writing this, did you have kind of an idea of what all the books in the series would be? Um you know, who who the characters were gonna be in Gold Rush Ranch, we kind of get um the perspective from Violet, who is the Eaton sister. Um, so did you know that these books were kind of going to be her family and how that was going to carry out? Yeah, I did. I, I think uh, I had an idea. Like, again, at the beginning there, I didn't totally know what I was doing. But I think that a lot of what yeah. I do is just from reading so much romance 
And I knew, like, you know, there are authors who drop those little breadcrumbs. And I didn't know if I was necessarily going to go to Chestnut Springs, but I wanted to, like, leave myself that option because it was, mm-hmm. it, it worked with her backstory um, that she had this group of, like, overprotective brothers that she kind of, like, needed space from. And so it was always like, you know, I gave myself that option to go that way. And I, I, I try to do that even now, like, leave myself, you know, even one character that could pull you know, the universe into a whole nother town or into a whole different direction. Um, but I knew, I kind of knew I was going to do it, especially like as I wrote more books and kind of learned what I was doing and saw what people were responding to or enjoying. Um, I just knew, and I really, I knew that I wanted to write a, write a bull rider. I like really, really (laughs) was like, I want to write a bull rider. So that was, um, definitely like the draw to flawless for me. Um, and then I always know, like when I start, when I started this series, I had, um, the titles for all five books, the characters, like the couple for each book I had planned and then the tropes for, for those books. So I'm, I'm not a big plotter, um, in terms of like actual scenes, but I kind of know, like I kind of knew, like I have like these big scenes in right. my mind and then the tropes kind of help, you know, propel the story. So yeah, I kind of knew yeah. that. So I was literally reading, um, Stefan's book yeah. from Gold Rush Ranch yeah. and you said relentless a couple times in there and I was like this is the book this is the book title and then it was reckless and I was like oh maybe that's not it so if the- <laughs> anytime I say anything in a book people will send me them like you said that she sounded breathless like is that the and I'm like I can't I'm like I can't use words with less anymore <laughs> people are guessing out here <laughs> So speaking of your, I haven't read the Gold Rush Rant series, actually. It's on hmm. my TBR, but I did start with Chestnut Springs. So I'm very familiar with those men. So yes. speaking of those men, I have a question for you with Rhett, okay. Cade, and Jack. She knows it's coming. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> you saw this coming a mile away, honestly. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw, I saw, I came across something on social media the other day that I wasn't supposed to see. And I was like, wow, this, this question is rude. Sorry. <laughs> um, you don't have to kill okay. anyone. You could just send them to the States. But <laughs> no, she'll kill someone. She'll kill someone. Uh, um, okay. So my answer for this one is, um, <laughs> If I can get it out. Um, fuck Brett. Um, because bull rider, long hair. And I just, I don't, there's just to me something like super like sexy about him that I probably will never get over. I just really love that book and I really love Brett. Um, and I will marry Jasper because he is the perfect blend of sweet and snuggly and (laughs) super sexy in the bedroom and i love that about him and i'm gonna have to kill this is all my read i'm gonna get like hate mail for this probably kill kate i'm writing a letter (laughs) to you honestly i love not because not because i don't love kate but i think what i have learned about myself is (laughs) 
Um, my husband likes to joke that uh, I am the grumpy in our relationship and he's the sunshine. And I love writing grumpy characters because I love the snipey like banter and stuff. But in real life, Kate would drive me insane. Like, I would be like, why are you so miserable? Like, I, I just, we would just, like, not, it would not be good. We would both, we would be grumpy, grumpy, and we would get a divorce. So, um, yeah. okay. I accept that, I guess. I was a little upset. I was the person that she saw on social media who said, fuck Mary Kill. And she did say, wow, rude. And so I had a little insight into her answer, and I was shocked at first. But yeah, this Kate, makes everybody, sense. I feel like everybody loves Kate, and I, I am love Kate. Yeah, Kate, everybody Kate loves is, Kate. Kate yeah. is the fan favorite. Mm-hmm. You know who they love more than Kate, though? Harvey, Willa. <laughs> oh, Willa! <laughs> Did we all say different answers? Yeah. Harvey. I'm a Harvey girl. <laughs> Harvey, Willa. Well, that's the thing. If 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 you did, it wouldn't matter if you fucked or married Cade because Willa would kill you. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. There no you go. No matter what, she's going to kill you. So. <laughs> Speaking her. of Willa, I think, like, I truly think she is so many people's, like, spirit yeah. animal, if you will. Yeah. Like, she is just such a hoot of a character. She and she's so funny. What inspired her? Like, did she kind of just write herself? Um, Like, some of the stuff she says, like, let's go do hillbilly shit, like, just has you on the floor laughing. (laughs) Yeah. I think Willa is such a special character because, I mean, I can't write that heroine every book where she wouldn't be who she is. Um, And I think just, I have a couple friends in real life that are... Um, the one described herself to me as an acquired taste and just like a lot, like she's just a lot. Right. Um, and so I think I drew from that a little bit and she, she definitely kind of came to life on the page. Like I knew from flawless that she would be kind of like sassy and unfiltered and Mm -hmm. kind of the wilder one to summer's more, you know, professional vibe. Um, but she also is a little bit, um, I've said before, like, my internal monologue, like, sometimes, you know, you think things in your head sometimes, and, like, I would yeah. never say it out loud. Well, Willow, Willow would say it out loud. Is she does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, if someone was mean to my kid, I would want to push them in the pool, but I, I wouldn't, but Willow would. Like, she just, her line is just, like, that little bit further, um, and I feel like she just was, like, the perfect like person to not be like put off by Cade's you know persona and like facade she just was like what is this shit like you know shape up and whereas I would have just been like you know flipped him the finger been like I'm out like you're way too much work she got she she like got off on needling him right like it was it, it was like fun for her so I think she needed to be that way a little bit to balance him out um and yeah, I just, she's, she's a super special character. And I have Billy in Off to the Races is a little bit like that, but uh, maybe a little more rough around the edges um, and less sensitive than Willa. I feel like sh- I really hit, like struck the balance with her just right of being like really sweet with Luke and just like a little bit vulnerable and insecure, but then 
really fun too. Like she just, I think yeah. she's just really yeah. relatable, right? Like she just, yeah. she didn't have huge career aspirations and she didn't really know what she was doing and, but she was okay with it. Like she just, I feel like, you know, people find little threads of her in themselves really easily. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. I loved Willa. I think that was actually my first message to you ever. I was like, I love Willa. Like, I want to be her friend. Like, I just yeah. wanted to go drink with her. She just was so cool. That's what so many people are like. I don't even want to steal Cade from Willa. I just want to hang out with them both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, their dynamic yeah. is so perfect. Like, you said, like, I feel like Willa, they were they went head to head. Like, they, you know what I mean? Yeah. She didn't back down from him, and that's what he needed. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. I just love that book so much. Gosh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it was a fun one to write. It just like, you know, some books are, some books are harder and they like take a little more work to get down on the page and like they're, they're harder to like get my head around. But that one just, Flat. I don't know. It just like fell. Yeah. Like I just was like, whoa, okay, it's done. You know, um, perfect. <laughs> Wish they were all that easy. For these books in Chestnut Springs and in Gold Rush Ranch, too, you do it as well. But text conversations are kind of like a big thing, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. in Chestnut Springs, you start most, if not all, of the chapters with a little text exchange. Yeah. Um, and we also get a little bit of that in Gold Rush Ranch. Are those easy for you to write? Do they kind of come naturally? Or, yes. Or they're like you, my catnip. You, yeah. <laughs> they're like my catnip. Same. So, <laughs> Yeah, I just, it's like, I get so much joy out of writing them. And I mean, I love, um, I love them because like the way my brain works when I'm writing, I don't actually put them in until the end, um, yeah. when I go back through so that I can like tie, I always am like, you know, okay, they're doing this right now, but you know, where is Luke or, you know, Summer says she has this best friend, but like, she never is talking to her best friend. So that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Like I have always these little questions in my head of like little loose ends. Um, um, or, you know, like Harvey is like a dad to Jasper, but how do we know? Oh, because he's sending him text messages being like, where are you? How are you doing? Like those kind of, um, dad sort of check-in text messages. Um, so for me, it's like a way to satisfy that, like, kind of overwrought part of my brain that is trying to make the story as cohesive as possible but it's also just like fun like you can add little you know like flirty conversations like there's a couple in reckless right now that are just like super flirty and fun and then and then you know they can be more emotional or they can be a secondary character yeah it just is fun for me and I I feel like it makes the story more complete but it also is an easy way to inject you know like some humor or whatever in an otherwise not funny situation yeah yeah 100% I love the text those were some of my favorite parts too like I looked forward to reading I feel like I could write a whole book please do just text text exchanges emails or whatever yeah uh you could do that and you should do that actually Um, so you, just Harvey's phone. Oh my god, I would pay good money for that. Honestly, <laughs> he's so funny. Oh love god, it. I love him. But you mentioned reckless, some text exchange in there. So we know that you just finished this book and it is releasing this summer. So that's Winter and Theo. Can you kind of share anything about that or what we can look forward to seeing in that book? Yeah. Um, so Winter and Theo are, um, Grumpy Sunshine. Well, reverse, I don't know. Some people say reverse Grumpy Sunshine. She is, um, 
yeah, she's she's grumpy, but she's also very damaged, and she's kind of come through the the books, and I think softened up the more we've gotten to know her, and I think getting to take a dive into her head is um, eye opening and uh, explains a lot of things. Um, so yeah, you get her, and you get Theo, who is a bull rider and kind of a wild child and fun and. Um, flirty and a bit of a, a bit of a man whore. Um, and so like everything that she's just like you, you know, she's a doctor. She likes things tidy. She's, you know, coming out of a super, super messy marriage. Um, and he, he seems like the last thing that she needs, but is he? Um, so, um, yeah, so, so their dynamic is really fun. Um, some of the tropes are, um, yeah, Grumpy Sunshine, Secret Baby, um, one night stand. Uh, he falls first. Like he fall. He falls first. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, he. Yeah. And he is like. I don't know. For me, he is like the perfect combination of like swoony, funny, dirty. Oh like, god. He, I'm so. Yeah. He's just. He's. <laughs> I'm he's not really ready, fun. but I'm so and ready. He just, like he just like just... really. It's kind of like the Cade Willa thing where he just is like. Any of her kind of chilly, prickly exterior is just like child's play yeah. for him. Like he just, it's like his sole purpose <laughs> is to lighten her up and like woo her. And it's so romantic. I just love them. I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I like, I need it immediately. Literally. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> Literally everything yeah, you're saying, I'm like, this is going to be the perfect book ever. This is, this is one that <laughs> fell to the page for me. So when people tell me they don't like babies in books right now, I'm just like, blinders, like, don't talk to we me. We love them enough for everyone, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's one of those tropes that the majority of people actually like. It's just, like, they're not very loud about it. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. I love a... I just love babies and books. I love to see men interact with like kids Same. and and, Go and babies. Us. Yeah, and like yeah. especially like a man whore like could be kind of like tame I don't know maybe. if he is going to be, but like tame him a little and like like a child totally. just brings him to his knees. Yeah. Totally. I love that. Yeah, gosh, I got <laughs> yeah. chills. I'm so excited. <laughs> so out of the four hey. that you only three are released, but out of the four that you have written, do you have a favorite book so far or? That's a hard question, uh, you know, because they're all in, in a lot of ways, they're also yeah. different um, or like the feel of them is also different, which is part of like, I just can't, I can't get excited about writing the same thing over Like I said before, like over and over again. Right. So I know that Kate and Willa are maybe a little bit more funny than some of the other ones. And then Jasper and Sloan are maybe a bit more emotional than yeah. the other ones. But I feel like it, like it just fits yeah. their characters. Um, I always go back to Flawless just because that book will always be so special. It, you know, is my first number one. Um, I like, I love the cover photo. I, that book, I just feel like lived in my head for so long. So it's like, it's special to me. Um, and then I always am feeling super attached to the book that I'm like in right now. So Reckless is feeling like like my favorite yeah, right now yeah. but I that that constantly changes like I'm sure once I start the next one I'll be like this is my right. favorite um <laughs> so yeah it's like they're my children I love them fair. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it I guess yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you mentioned the cover photos, which I'm always so interested about. You have discrete covers and then you have like the model covers for both all of the books in the series. For the model covers, do you actually like have shoots for those or how does that work? Um, so all of them are a little bit different. The, the, the first photo, um, was a shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually sh- the, the couple in that photo, she is the photographer that I usually work with oh, but wow. her and her fiance model too. So that's her and her fiance oh on the cover. Um, Yeah. Um, and like, they have no business being that good looking. (laughs) It's not not fair. Um, but yeah, so Madison and Patrick are on book one and then, um, she, uh, so sorry. Then book two is a engagement photo, like a true engagement photo Mm -hmm. for Heartless. Um, Powerless is, um, they are a married couple, but it was from a photo shoot. Yeah. Um, not one that I planned. I just picked it. Yeah. Um, and then books, book four, so Theo and Winter is an actual engagement photo again that Madison took of a real couple. Oh, and oh my gosh. then the couple for book five um, is a married couple, but I planned that, planned that shoot with Madison. And so... Yeah, that's, they're all, I don't know. I love all the, I, I love looking for photos and picking them. And like when she sends me a set of them, I'm like so excited to open the email. It's like Christmas. Yeah. So. Do you get the photos before you have like the characters planned out? Because they fit the characters so well. Yeah, I did with this one. I they're... did. And I kind of knew, I kind of knew like um, hair color sort yeah. of stuff. Um, so I would, I kind of assigned them based on that. Um and so, yeah, I do have the, like, I have, I have my covers for, like, Reckless and, and book five all done already. So oh. I know. So that's how you picture them. Like, that's true to how you picture the characters. Yeah, which is why it's sometimes hard when people are like, cast somebody. And I'm like, well, the guy on the cover is Kate. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you're like, I already did. Yeah. How yeah, stinking so. cool would it be to have your engagement picture know, be a book cover? Heck? My husband and I right? have time. That's so I'll special. Send to you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, so, okay, yeah, I guess talking about book five, Bo, I think he's going to be my favorite. I just have a feeling. I don't know why. But can you tell us anything about that book or when it's going to – have you written it? When's it going to be released or – Anything like that? Um, I haven't written it. I haven't written it yet. Um, it is called Hopeless. Um, and it will release. It I feel will release. like we're not supposed yeah. to know that, Elsie. <laughs> I just, what? <laughs> Surprise. Is this, is this public knowledge? <laughs> I, I think I've only mentioned it in my reader group, so. But I love okay. it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it's called Hopeless, um, and it will release in the fall, probably in October. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of the, the general idea to wrap the series up. Yeah. Um, and Bo, everybody loves Bo. Yeah, I love like, him. I feel, like, I feel like there's barely any information about him, and I <laughs> get emails about this character daily. Yeah. Oh, like, my gosh. Messages, emails daily. I asked... In my Instagram stories the other day, what narrators people would like, um, and a few people like what they would like me to use in the future, and a few people just said both. 
So I don't know. <laughs> They've got Bo on the brain. Like any, the answer to anything is Bo. Um, You're like, so, okay. yeah, everybody is very excited for that book. Um, and yeah, he'll be the last, the last book in the series. Um, and the main, I can tell you the, the main trope, there's going to be more that I add into it, but um, the main trope will be fake dating. Oh, oh God. I I'll love see. fake dating. <laughs> Oh my god! I love fake dating too. That's amazing. Oh my yeah. gosh! I think Bo too. I think that's why maybe at least me like we only know certain things about him, so he's still a mystery. Like I just can't wait to mm-hmm. find right. out more about him because everything I know already, like I love. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As somebody the other day was like, Bo is the love of my life, and I was like, Wow! Okay. Doesn't take much. Does it? <laughs> much yeah exactly he just has to deploy a couple times and make a rude comment and like laugh at a joke and he's you're done that's perfect yeah um i'm so excited and i've seen it we don't know who his love interest is yet that's still a secret i have theory no that's under wraps Top secret. Okay. There are multiple in my reader group. There are like threads upon threads with people pulling, <laughs> pulling quotes or like lines from from flawless or from heartless, like with with ideas. Oh so oh, it's investigators, full conspiracy <laughs> theory having. Do you yeah. know when you'll yeah, yeah. announce it? Um, I think that like I always I'll have the pre order up for it when reckless is about okay. to release and I think that the blurb the blurb will will give that away gotcha have we met her yeah yes yeah you've met her okay. yeah I'm excited <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say <laughs> who I think because I don't want to spoil it but I, I think I know so I, I'm interested lots of people are guessing are they yeah. getting it right I, a lot of people thought it a lot of people thought it was going to be winter which oh. I know is interesting for me but yeah no interesting (laughs) yeah that's how I felt like when I was I was like really oh okay wrong but okay (laughs) wrong that's I mean you're giving us three books in in one year I can't thank you so much (laughs) blessed (laughs) it's a bit of a blur I'm not gonna lie but yeah yeah, it keeps, but I think I'd be, I don't know. Now I'm just like, I'm into it, right? I'm having fun. So keep the stories flowing. No complaints from us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so uh, I, we know he's not getting a book, but Harvey, I saw in your newsletter, is getting some extras, I believe. Emily has, you know, a Harvey kink, so just want to <laughs> see what we can expect from him. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, just I've never had like an age gap or like a grandpa kink ever in my life. Like it's never in books, in real life, never been a thing, but Harvey just does something for me. <laughs> you and everyone yeah. else. It's like Bo and Harvey are like my number like one asked questions, which is so funny. Yeah. I think it's his humor. Yeah. Like he's just a I... dirty old man. <laughs> totally. Yeah. He's a little bit on yeah. Um That's why he's so fun though. Like everybody's like a book and I'm like, man, I could not write a full book of Harvey because I would be like duct taping his mouth shut. I would be like, stop, stop it. Um but I love injecting him into like a family dinner scene with Harvey yes. uh, is like my bread and butter, and yeah. you get one of those. You get one of those in Reckless. So oh, um, okay, um, yeah. So 
I, yeah, he won't be getting a book. Um, and I don't even know for sure what I'm going to do in terms of like bonus content. Um, but I do have some ideas for, you know, short little stories for him here and there. Um, and I'll figure out a way to, to incorporate those as I go, but he, you'll see him in like all the books. So you'll get, you'll get a storyline, um, for like, kind of a removed storyline of what's going on with Harvey. Um, but, um, yeah, that'll, that'll kind of be it for now, but yeah, he's around. <laughs> he's, he's around. around. He's saying, saying inappropriate love things. It. No, <laughs> you know, there's can't stop, won't stop. Giving the front yard um, a blowjob. So <laughs> yeah. Well, and he, he is like, He's based on someone I know, which I think is part of <laughs> really? my like men- part of my mental block with people being like, I would read like a spicy Harvey book, and I'm like, oh no, no, yeah, I don't. Oh I my god, ri- I wouldn't write it. But- <laughs> I don't know if I love him that much to read a whole book like a spicy Harvey book, but I think his humor is just yeah. what's so funny like his interactions just so amazing well because we all know like a man or maybe like or know of like it's just such like a I don't know like he's in my I think on my plot sheets he's like pushing 70 and so like I feel like I feel like people when they hit a certain age like just their give a fuck meter for like the things they say (laughs) they're just like who cares like I don't care if you judge me and they just say stuff and I feel like Harvey's at that point in his life and he just gets a kick out of it. I agree. Yeah. For sure. Love him. What a special yeah. guy. I mean, seriously. He is. <laughs> um, we talked a little bit about Gold Rush Ranch. Um, so oh. I kind of want to go back to that because I'm in my Gold Rush Ranch era right now. Yay. I just started book four last night. I've been loving so all of good. them so much. Um, so you actually, like we talked about, you wrote the series prior to Chestnut Springs, but... I feel feel like so many people are finding you and starting with Chestnut Spring. So we're trying to bring the love back to Gold (laughs) Rush Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. So can you kind of give us a little bit of a high level overview of this series? There's a lot of like horse racing, like you said, jockeying. Um, We also get to see Violet, who I... I don't think Emily and I even knew this because we both started with Chestnut Springs that she had her own book. Emily was reading and she was like, wow, Violet needs her own book. And then she was like, okay. (laughs) She has one. I had no idea because she was such an interesting storyline if you start with Chestnut Springs, like this sister who just isn't there anymore. And so that's why I was like, you know what? Like she should write a a Violet story. And Jess is like, Emily. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, yeah how, can, just give us kind of the lowdown for Gold Rush Ranch. Yeah, um, so Gold Rush Ranch is set kind of outside of Vancouver, the base of the Cascades, um, leading up into the mountains. It's a horse racing training facility and breeding farm, um, and it's a found family. So all the characters are not necessarily related, but they are all based on that farm or in that general area. Um, and so you've got like the horse race trainer, the owners, uh, the jockey, the competing stable, the veterinarian, um, and then the little sister and the guy, like the mountain recluse in kind of the last (laughs) book. Um, 
and uh, yeah, I just I, like I said, like I know horses really well, and yeah. um, so that was an easy thing for me to incorporate. And while I didn't do horse racing, I worked with like a lot of horses will come off the track and they start so early that they can easily start a second career. Like they're done racing by the time they're only, you know, four or five years old. Mm -hmm. Um, so we would get them and they would become jumpers. Um, so I worked with horses who'd come from the track. Um, and it's just like a really interesting, like that track culture, um, and horse racing culture is just really interesting to me because there's this super ritzy upper echelon, like just insane amount of money on the front end of it. Right. With like the sales and the races and the big hats and the, yeah. you know, the fancy kind of derby days. Um, and then behind the scenes, there's like all that hard work and like the realities of farm life and, um, you know, falling off and getting injured and, you know, animals getting injured. Um, and, kind of like removed right there's like everything that happens at the track and then there's everything that happens at the farm behind the scenes so that was just kind of like a fun setting for me in my head um and yeah so it kind of just follows those people through the ups and downs of of that life and finding love all on one farm yeah (laughs) i mean there's such you definitely get both of like like you were saying, like the upper like business side of it. And then most of it is like on the, the, the ranch and behind the scenes. But it was yeah. for someone like me who doesn't know anything about that. It was just kind of fun to see. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it was just an interesting experience and I was here for it. Yeah. But also like the found family aspect. And I think we do get it in Chestnut Springs as well. But I feel like it's like the female friendships in this book yeah. just like goals for me like uh, you read these characters who is billy violet um nadia and mira and it's just like i want to be in that <laughs> friend group i'm jealous yeah. yeah i love writing heroines like i love i love giving them a good storyline and having them be yeah champions for each other and that friend group i mean you can see them a little bit in powerless yeah. but um that friend group is 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 pretty awesome for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like jealous that I'm not in. Just it. the little, the, the little <laughs> right? snippet that I got in Powerless because I haven't read this series yet. But just like seeing that girl yeah. gang in Powerless, I could just tell like they would be fun to read about. Like they're also. I don't know. They all have different personalities, it seems. Like, I think even Sloan was explaining, well, Billy's kind of reminds me of Willa and, like, each person. So I'm excited to to read the series. I think it'll be good. Yeah. And you can read them out of order. Like, people are always like, where should I start? And I still always say Flawless um, just because I feel like that's what's popular yeah. right now. Yeah. I I also feel like my writing has grown a lot. So I'm like, start with Flawless. <laughs> and then, you know, you can go back. You're not going to miss or be lost in chestnut right. springs without gold rush ranch it's it's they're yeah. totally they they're are totally separate i mean i know they cross over but you're not lost right, right. So. totally but you should also read gold rush ranch because yes i do it's love it i'm yeah. going to <laughs> yeah. at least you got one one reader yeah. in me and <laughs> truth stefan stefan is still one of my favorite heroes he's book three so in, good um, gold rush ranch yeah he's so cade i have a special place in my heart for cade but i told elsie i would kill cade <laughs> for stefan because he's like next level oh, i'm yeah. excited yes. to read him he's next yeah. he's like a little hottie <laughs> and he's blonde which we always joke about like blonde <laughs> this is actually really That's funny true. emily and i are both married to blonde men and i'm like ew a blonde man in a book yeah. never 
watch myself because my husband will be like, like I'm, I'm literally blonde with blue eyes, and I'm like, you're the exception, babe. Like, you're the exception. Yeah, yeah. You won. You put me yeah. wrong. And I'm the same way with like, but I, again, I was like, man, like I can't just have all these dark yeah. hair. Like, like he's got gray eyes. He's got blue eyes. He's right. Got, like onyx eyes I was like okay I, can't, I gotta give somebody a little like variety here um but one of my favorite parts in that book is like the heroine is like you know she's resisting and she's like you're not even my type and he was like why not and she was like blonde hair and he was like that's okay we can dye it <laughs> I was just like yes this is the energy I love that he also goes yeah. I'm not that blonde <laughs> Dirty blonde, that blonde. Yeah, that was like me injecting myself into there a little bit. <laughs> Such a good book. Oh gosh, um, yeah. I'm still not over it. And the ending, I cry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. That one, that one. When I was like, I had. There's like a. There's like a. Whatever. I always feel like there's sometimes like little <laughs> twists in my books or little like jaw dropping moments. Yeah. And I feel that one, I was like, yes, this is a good one. Oh it was a good one. I, I was not expecting it. I'm but, antsy. Um, I'm, I feel like so out of the loop. I'm going to start reading today. <laughs> my, a photo finish has a good one too. Yeah. Gosh. I think, um, I think you'll really like Billy too because she's just, she gives Will a vibes, yeah. but she's also just different and. One of my favorite things about Billy is how much all of the other characters love Billy. Like, I think you bring it up in the books. Like, you can just tell, like, she has so much love, but she's, like, feisty yeah. and fierce. But, like, they recognize that, but they're also, like, you're never going to find someone like I Billy. I love her already. Is yeah. she book three? Is yeah. she with Stefan? She's oh, book, book one. one. Okay. Gotcha. She's book one. Book three. Stefan's, Stefan's heroine is um, a veterinarian, and she's very, like... Um, analytical and a little standoffish. Like, I don't want to say she's grumpy, but she's not like warm and gotcha. fuzzy until he kind of warms her up. Gotcha. <laughs> he does warm her up. <laughs> he does warm her up. Yeah. Speaking of warming her up, <laughs> that's a great segue. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Em. Give so it to us. So, <laughs> we have to take a second to talk about the spice because we've already established that we love the spice in books. It <laughs> yeah. truly is just these. I think the more we read, they get spicier. I, in my opinion, I don't know, or maybe Heartless was spicier. I don't know. They're all so great, but like, what is your process for writing these? Like, do you kind of have it planned out? Like, okay, at the birthday party, they're going to do this, or do they just come to you? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I. I, um, I think I always have, like, a thing, like, I, I have, like, a line in my head, like, um, one thing that I know I want the hero to say, or one thing that I know I want to happen, um, and it kind of goes from there, I, this is one of those things that, like, I don't totally know if I can, like, explain it, it just sort of, I think I black (laughs) out, people are always like, oh, do you, do you get all like worked up when you write or like, do you set the mood? And I'm like, no, I just like, I, I just kind of black out and write it. And I don't, I like, I don't know, access like the lizard part of my brain or something. Cause like, if you meet me in real life, people are like, I don't think they would expect the level of spice that's in it necessarily. Um, so yeah. And I think, um, what I 
Like, I always have, like, one little thing. Like, I knew, spoiler alert if you haven't read Powerless yet, I guess. I don't know if this is even a spoiler anymore with the number of TikToks that there have been about it. But I knew that I was, I knew that with his wounds, he was kind of going to have this, like, need for control. That wasn't, like, Christian Grey cheesy right. levels, but, like... That, that, you know, I knew I was going to have a moment where she was going to be like, I can handle it. Like, show me what, like, give me your worst and I'll prove to you that, like, I can do it. And then he's like, okay. And he's like, crawl. And, and she's she like, did. done. She's like, let's fucking go. Like, <laughs> um, that was good. So I don't, uh, but I was like, to me, that made sense for them. Like, it was like, yes, she was frustrated and she was like, just show me, like, just set, tell me something that's true. And he was like, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, so I knew I wanted that to be a moment for them. Um, and then I kind of like bounce off of that. Like I knew, I, I knew that I wanted, I think I had written down, um, a, a line for Cade that was like, you know, keep barking at me like that. And, <laughs> and so I knew like, it's always like this moment of tension where like something happens that I really thrive on. It um, works. and then, and then with flawless, I knew it was going to be, um, the cowboy hat thing. Love the cowboy that he hat. Was, that he was, yeah. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to incorporate the whipped cream because of the whole book <laughs> thing. Like, I just was like, this is so, like, I have to bring the whipped cream along. So, I, every, like, writing that scene, I was like, where is the whipped cream right now? Is it in her, is it in her hand? Is, did they drop it? Did they, like, anyways. Um, so, I always have, like, a thing. And I think I also, like, for me, um, I don't necessarily, like, I, I like a little bit of a slower burn. Like, I need that first part to be really believable to me because I don't, maybe it's just me, but, like, I, when I was dating, like, I mean, I've been married for a long time now, but but when I was dating, it was always, like, does he, doesn't he, should I put my hand here, shouldn't I put my hand there? Like, I just was never the type of person that was, like, like I don't know, just super right. assertive. So I like that right. slow build and that trust and those little touches and like that. That's what keeps me flipping a page, flipping the pages in a book. But then sometimes when the burn is too slow, you like miss on the spice. And yeah. I also really like the spice. So I try to give like, you know, three is kind of my number, like sex scenes that I think are like makeup for yeah. lost time, sort of. <laughs> um, I think it's a good balance. And, uh, like, I, I think yeah, that like, the yeah. tension and the slow burn is just enough. So when we get there, it's like a rubber band. Like, you're ready to snap, but it's not, it's not like, yeah. too much. I think it's a perfect balance. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, like, a lot of the time with Spice, for me anyways, the best part is almost, like, even the lead-up mm-hmm. to that. Like, the actual, like, you know bumping and grinding part like I mean you can all there's only so many words right, right? right. where you're like um thrust um slide um you know but it's like it's like the things they say and the motions yes. they make leading up to it that I think is like actually the the spiciest for me yeah, yeah. for sure goodness gracious do you have a favorite in all the books like a favorite sex scene that you wrote between them or any of the characters Or like a one-liner. Like when Jasper fucked the ring right off Sloane's finger. Yeah. <laughs> My heart <was> stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper really like ripped the... T- he went from shy to just like kind of oh terrible my God. for her, eh? I loved it. Um, yeah, that was... I, I do love those little one-liners. Um, um, and I could probably pick one almost 
out of every <laughs> every book. Yeah. I have I have that <laughs> when I get I, I have a hard time listening to my own audiobooks, but I did <laughs> like I took a clip of that like um lose the fucking ring and crawl. Like I had a clip of it that I was like sending to people I knew when I got my files. I was like, look That's um, so exciting. And then um in Flawless, I think there's, like, do you know where pretty princesses belong? Which was, like, on their knees. Um, See? Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of good yeah. steam. For our listeners, there is so much steam in all of the books. It's all so well done. It's so hot, so spicy. And there's a lot of it, which, if you're into that, it's good. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I have a favorite. I There's a couple... There, Honestly, I wish I... I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a couple really good ones in Reckless that are, like, at the forefront oh, of my mind right now, I'm so. I want you to spoil them for me, Elsie. <laughs> <laughs> for myself, I would like to be spoiled personally. When I get the audio, when I get the audio I'll just, like, slide it into your oh DMs. Oh, please like, do. The line. <laughs> I, I would love nothing more, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even say anything. I won't even say anything. I'll just drop that in there. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to be like, hello, Elsie. (laughs) Where's my clip? (laughs) Um, Okay. So you obviously write a lot of country boys. Um, Do you call them country boys? What would you call them? Yeah. Okay. I have that shirt, too. Do you? Yeah, in my country boy Yeah. so what is this something you want to continue writing on in like future series do you want to expand at all i'm not mad either way i'll stay in my country boy era forever (laughs) but what outside of um chestnut spring series is kind of on your docket yeah i i do love a country boy um but i think it's it's for me it's like even more the setting and i i always say country boy because i think cowboy um is like very specific like you know jasper's a country boy he grew up on that ranch but he is not a cowboy he's a hockey player and i think even like even with theo like yes he's a bull rider but that's like it's almost more like for him a sport right like he's not he doesn't i don't think he would identify as like a cowboy necessarily whereas like Rhett really like lives that whole like (laughs) vibe and look and then you know kate is working on the ranch um so i try to just like try to not be like you know the cowboy like covers with like the you know the naked chest and the cowboy hat because I think it's just a little more Canadian maybe or a little more encompassing so I like the setting um and I think I'll stay in small town but that's one of the things I love about it is like I can I can have an athlete in a small town I can have a celebrity in a small town um it's just like not as limiting so I'll probably always deliver like one cowboy ranch guy country at least per series i do because i just do i like a man who works with his hands um don't we all but (laughs) but i think but i also love um i i was on another i don't know who i was talking to but um they called it competency porn and for me that's like very applicable like i just want my hero to be really good at something like i don't care if it's fixing cars or herding cows or riding a bull or painting or like I it doesn't like I I just want them to be like really exceptional at something I find that very attractive so 
Um, I do, I, I've like loosely started planning a 2024 series. Um, and you like, I'll probably pull a character or two from here or there Ooh. that you've maybe already met. Okay. So I won't say who, but cause I'm not <laughs> committing to anything. It's still very up in the air, but, um, yeah, there will be a good blend of, of, uh, country boys and always athletes I come back to a little bit um and I do have an idea for someone who would probably be considered more of a city boy okay do you think but all in a small town I love a small town that's perfect that's perfect I am like a series girl like I love to kind of be dropped into a world and be able to stay in there for a long long time so I love series do you think that you will continue to write series only or do you think that you will have like a standalone because, I mean, technically all of these could be standalones, but they're, you know, within yeah. the same, like, world. Yeah, I can see myself. I do have a couple ideas for a standalone um, or even, like, a. I even I personally love a duet as long as they're released, yeah. you know, like, one month apart or something. So, yeah, you, you're left on a cliffhanger, but that just, I don't know. I, clearly, I have a thing for anticipation. <laughs> so, like, looking forward to that second half or that resolution um, is satisfying to me. Um so I could see myself doing a standalone or a duet at some point. Um, but I, I just have so many ideas. Yeah. And right now it's, I, I think that like you're saying is like, I also know that readers love getting like sucked into like a whole family yeah. or a whole town yeah. or a whole world where they get the anticipation of that next book or that right. next character. Um, and I mean, like I love watching people guess, you know, even before like Reckless was announced, like, which book it would be, who Winter would end up with, who Bo would end up with, like, that, that blows my mind that people are that invested (laughs) and that excited about something I made up that they are, like, talking to me about it, and so so I know that people... Yeah, I love it. Good for you. I feel like you ended up where you're supposed to be, like, going from, you know, riding the horses to finance to editing and now writing these books (laughs) that, like, thousands. Yeah, like, it's so amazing. And I'm just. Maybe you'll write us a finance bro. (laughs) I hope not. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He, it ended in scandal. He he embezzled he embezzled millions of dollars, and now he's living in a small town under a suit. It really does just I come to you. Actually. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> Turn it on its head. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, give it give the finance bros some some good grace over there. I think that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> take them down a few pegs. They need it. I'll tell you what. I I work in finance or you know accounting, so I I deal with them a lot. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. Um, I think that's all of the questions that we have for you today. Yes. I don't know. Do Perfect. you have questions for us? <laughs> no. Flip the interview. <laughs> no, I'm just Flip kidding. <laughs> We've never asked anyone that. That was new. <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for the, the, the fuck Mary Kill version of the Gold Rush Ranch series. I'll I'll oh. be stalking I'll be stalking your stories to see. What did people respond with? Um, okay, only one other person said Kilcade, which I was surprised by that. (laughs) (laughs) Who? (laughs) Most, most people said, um, Mary Jasper, fuck Cade. I was, yeah. Poor Rhett. I guess that. Yeah. (laughs) Poor Rhett. (laughs) That's what I would have guessed that. Yeah, I would have guessed that too. 
Jasper's very marryable, I feel like. He is. He's husband Jasper material, is. for sure. Yeah. yeah. And Kate's just Aww. dad material, literally. <laughs> <laughs> he is, a, no, he no, literally, literally is a dad. People just, people just didn't want to make Luke an orphan. It's yeah, fine. that's uh, fair. <laughs> you're, you're on the other hand, are like ruthless. Kill him. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, fuck, Mary, kill. Well, I have barely met Griff yet, so I right. am going to give you <laughs> Stefan, Vaughn, okay, um, and I'm blanking, Cole. Cole, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, Mary, kill. This is going to be in my mind as I'm reading this series now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, fuck, that's hard. You asked for it. I know. I meant, I meant do it on your social media, oh, okay, not okay. ask me. It's okay. okay. <laughs> it's so hard because Vaughn is my first, is like the first hero I wrote. And yeah. I feel like he's a very, like, he could be a real person. Like, he's not as, like, book boyfriendy. So I, I'm, like, irrationally attached to him. Um, but I would probably marry Stefan because Stefan. Um, Obviously. And... Um, I'm excited hmm. for this stuff. I don't know. I'd fuck Cole. Cole's a little dirty guy. Yeah. Probably Cole. Poor Vaughn. We've been together the longest. I'll sacrifice him and fuck Cole. Amazing. Yeah. I think that's a good answer, but I'll let you sit on I it. I could also marry... I could marry Cole, too. He's tortured, but he's... Well, he's grumpy, but, like, he's way more tortured than Cade, so... That's true. There's, like, a sensitive side to him I still enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Now I think about them. I'm I like, like a sensitive hero. I do. I like a sensitive hero. Aww. So. Also, this is unrelated, but Violet's kind of character, reading her about her in Chestnut Springs and then reading her book, I was like, this is unexpected. Okay, Violet. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's sassy. I didn't want to get I don't want to give any spoilers, but you're like you're not gonna expect what Violet is up is, to. Is up to. <laughs> I wish I had more to add to this. I don't know. <laughs> She's just you know excited. Literally, I'm yeah. like, clear my weekend. Like <laughs> Emily will too. She'll read it. all of the books in like one day. I, do, yeah. I don't have my gosh. That's awesome. Um That's awesome. I think I think that we can say though that we're officially friends with Elsie Silver. So if you liked yes. this yes, best of friends. Um so if you like this episode and you want to continue reading along with us and listening to the podcast, make sure to follow us over on Instagram at friends with books pod, where we announce all of our upcoming episodes and buddy reads and more exciting things like, like this. So keep an eye out. Yes. Yeah. And thank you so much, Elsie, for being yes. here. And oh my gosh, no worries. You're welcome thank back you anytime. So we are so excited oh. for Reckless. We're so excited for Bo's book. Um, yeah. And I'll be waiting for my audiobook snippet. <laughs> <laughs> Just dirty clips. You dirty got it. clips. All right. You got it. <laughs> Bye. See you later. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>